What's up, guys? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, April 30th, 2019. I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Barrett Courtney. What's up, guys? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I have I need some advice from you, Tim. Uh oh. Um, but I'm you might be the wrong person to go to. So I'm gonna Got actually it. ask Kevin. Kevin, oh, I no. need your advice. What's up, dude? My toilet has been clogged for the last Jesus day. Jesus Christ. Oh Barrett. my god. Wait, at your house? <laughs> yes, at my house. Uh clogged it yesterday morning, getting sure, ready. Sure. N- not not huge business, but business being done yesterday morning. Uh-huh. And my toilet is one of the ones that like if you need to wipe more than like three or four times, it's going to get clogged. This is not the way to start a game daily. I'm letting you know. <laughs> People are not going to like this, Barry. Um, and so I try I try a little bit with the plunger. Not happening. Like Running Mario. late. Go home last night. Running late like Sonic. <laughs> Go home last night. Doing this thing for like 30 minutes trying to unclog it. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tried again this morning. I see that the water slowly going down by itself, but still, like, it's still in a clogged state. Um, and so my plunger is in a point. It's one of the good ones. It's got like the little suction yeah, cup yeah, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, at the yeah. bottom. But what it doesn't do on its own anymore is suction itself back. So I have to like plunge and then bring it to the side of the toilet to like uh, make it like go back to normal and then yeah, plunge. No so you're not getting like the normal in and yeah, out yeah, that yeah. you want yeah. uh, from a plunger. So I'm wondering if this should be the op- order of operations for when I go home today. Should I try as well doing the um, baking soda slash vinegar, let that sit for like 30 minutes and then try to plunge a little bit, see if that works. If it if wasn't that- clear, Today's a very slow news day. <laughs> it's a very slow I, news I day, think, ladies I think and gentlemen. That you take the plunger. You guys can talk about this off air. No, hold on. I got a transition for you, Tim. So do that. If that we doesn't do work. the intro of the show first, Barry. <laughs> we get a new You're plunger. Too hot with this. But you know what? The shit that I've had to deal with this toilet is nothing like the shit that is the Sonic movie trailer. Am I right, Tim? You're you're right. We're talking <laughs> about the Sonic movie trailer. You fucking idiot. You should have waited <laughs> just a little bit. Let me do the intro. This is kind of no. funny games daily, each and every day, right here on Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games at 10 a.m. We come to you with all the video game news that you need to know. Uh, you can get the show live on Twitch or later on YouTube or roosterteeth.com as a video. Um or you can get it as a podcast. Podcast services around the globe. Just search for Kinda Funny Games Daily. Uh, if you're watching the show live, we have a very special job for you. We want you to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Let us know what we get wrong as we screw it up live during the show. Or if you want to be a part of the show, otherwise you can go to patreon.com slash games. Support us. Get the show ad-free. whole bunch of cool stuff for you to do there. Today's stories include... Like I said, very slow news day. This might be the slowest news day ever. I have ever been a part of uh, being, <laughs> being on this show. Today we're talking about the Sonic movie trailer, a very, very small Metal Gear Solid tease, and we answer a question 23 years in the making. Uh, what am I talking about? You're going to have to stay tuned to find out. That, those Is are the it going to be leads, huge? Who the knows? type of leads we have today. A um, little housekeeping for you. Kind of Funny Games cast has taken over the Borderlands 3 reveal, so at least there'll be some news tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> pre and post shows hosted by Fran, Andrea, and Greg. Uh, that's 9.30 tomorrow at Borderlands.com. Um, we'll that be hosting gonna, it here as well? Yes, we'll be hosting it on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Uh, Games Daily and KFAF will be pushed back till after that. So after the, the show ends, we'll come over to us, do Games Daily. It's me and Gary. Then do KFAF. That's Andy and Nick. Just like you like it. Uh, the Vancouver meet and greet is this Saturday, Ooh. May 4th. Kindoffunny.com slash events. Uh, for more details on that, can't wait to see all of you guys for our 24 hours in the great white north. Um, thank you to our Patreon producers, Tom Bach, Blackjack, James Davis, and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, 
We're brought to you by Sherry's Berries and Pro Flowers, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. We have debatably four news stories today. Oh, Baker's dozen, debatably. <laughs> oh, man. Let's just get right into it. The, the piece of shit that you were talking about. God. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. The movie. The trailer. Yes. They called it a teaser. It's a full trailer. It's, a, it's like a two minute, 30 second trailer. Do you have any takes on this? I, I'm so in. You're so in. I'm so in. But like here, I, I tweeted this out where it's like, yes, this looks like trash. The movie is going to be trash. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Because of just how like fucking weird Sonic has teeth. Like very Sonic human always teeth. Had teeth though. But very human but teeth. But they've always been human. But they look fucking weird in this. Okay, I, Tim. People's like getting all caught up on the teeth. I think that that's weird. That's just that's a nitpicky thing. I love that. His arms being blue. That's weird. That's weird. Mm. When have his arms ever been blue? Mm. I don't know. I haven't paid attention because Sonic games are stupid. Now, um, here's my thing. Uh, I'm with you. I'll be there day one. Um, yeah. But mainly because I have have AMC Movie Pass, so it doesn't right. actually cost me anything more to go see this movie. Right? Uh, would I see it if I had to pay for the ticket? No, not in theaters, <laughs> probably. Um, I have been a Sonic fan for my entire life, pretty much for like as long as I can remember, at least. Kevin's okay. cousin had a Sega Genesis, and we didn't. So going to his house was kind of an event. Yeah, we were so used to the NES that seeing that thing, I didn't get a Super Nintendo until way later in my Every life. Every hero even though has a Genesis. Hey, I'm happy they did that. And that, was, that was goofy. Here's here, here's my thing: is being a lifelong fan of Sonic for better and worse, um, and th- at this point, there's been more worse than better. <laughs> I've stuck through, so I've gotten those little moments. But I've been a fan of Sonic not just the game way. I've read the comics. Mm. I watched most of the TV shows they put out. Yeah, and those really do vary in quality. But was that the, WB Kids that, well, that was on? Eventually, there was Sonic X that was Fox. Right. Um, but it was during mm-hmm. the WB Kids era. Gotcha. But I'm talking about like even back in the day, back okay. in the like when it was like there was two Sonic shows in the 90s. Okay, technically three, but there was two that were concurrent. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was the the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, and that was way more Looney Tunes esque. Mm-hmm. And when I was really little, I thought it was fun. I thought it was cute. But uh, when I got a little bit older, I realized that there was a different Sonic cartoon that was happening on Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. which is known as Sonic Sat Am. Saturday AM. Gotcha. And that is legitimately a good, cool cartoon. It's All a kid's right. cartoon, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> for a kid's cartoon. It's pretty it's, cool. It is. It is pretty cool. It, uh, it reminds me a lot more of like, uh, of Digimon than say Pokemon. Gotcha. You can tell the difference there, but in terms of the, the anime, yeah. one's way better than the other. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed that show and I feel like they're taking hints from that show to put into this. <laughs> it's just, it's also mixed with some Sonic 06 vibes, which if you haven't played Sonic 06, don't. One of the worst games of all time. Uh, very, very weird, weird choices they made in that game, and gotcha. even weirder choices for them to bring into this movie. So, having said all that, I was excited to see this trailer uh, because it sounds like it's going to be a disaster. Oh yeah, right? everything about it. Why are we having a Sonic movie? Whatever. We need it. I had the question though: of is it going to? We all knew it was going to be a Detective Pikachu. That mm. that comes once no. in a lifetime. No. We haven't even seen it, but just for the trailers, you can tell that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity here with Detective Pikachu. With Sonic, the question for me was, is it going to be so aware of how dumb and bad it is that it's going all in and it's going to be fun because of that, where it's a kid's movie, but also we, us fans are going to get it. And things like saying that every hero has his Genesis as stupid and like corny as that is. 
It was Who tiptoeing that into the. That's into not that. talking to the kids. They yeah. don't fucking know what that means. It's talking to people like us. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, that, that could be cool. Or is this going to go the full Smurf, Alvin and the Chipmunks? Like, this Let's is go. just straight up a kids movie. Let's go. And I think that uh, this it's trailer, a weird in between. It's a weird in between that is more Alvin and the Chipmunks than what I was what I was uh, hoping go, for. Boys. <laughs> and to be clear, what I was hoping for was still trash. <laughs> um, but the use of Gangsters Paradise definitely uh, made me happy. Yeah, that that's the type of thing that I want. Okay. Um, what I don't want is mostly other things. But again, it, this movie is not for me. I it love how so like into the role Jim Carrey is because Jim Carrey, a fucking pro, oh, and, and Jim Carrey back being weird and wacky. It's been oh, way yeah. too long since yeah. we've seen it. This. Really hasn't. He needs to never be weird and wacky. It hasn't that level. Like I, I just, it's too much. I mean, I really like. I can't like, even remember the last time we saw that. Like, yeah, like wacky Jim Carrey because I, I liked this like serious uh, kind of path that he had for a bit. Like uh, Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind is like one of my favorite movies. But uh, yeah, I love how goofy he is, and I love that like you know the leech uh, picture yesterday of like what the fuck is why does Robotnik look like this? And at the very end of the trailer, we get like the OG look of Robotnik, and so and they're like where he he's at gives a tease of like. It looks like Mushroom like, Hill Zone yeah. from Sonic and Knuckles. And it's yes. things like that. I'm, I wish there was more of And there's not in this trailer. Yeah. I watched it about three times to try to do my Tim Gettys screen-by-screen breakdown of this, mm. hoping that there'd be more hints at, at anything, really. Gotcha. We get um, the like white robots that are, are sent out by Robotnik at some point. Those are very reminiscent of the bad guys in Sonic 06, which, again, not something to pull from. (laughs) Um, The lack of Tails is interesting. The lack Mm. of anything, really, that's not just Sonic. I feel like once they go to uh, the... Mushroom Hill Zone. Like I think once we go to wherever Sonic is from, that's when we might get those characters. Here's the thing. Do you think that that shot's not just the end of the movie? Uh, It's probably the end of the movie. You're right. You're right. We've saw so much in this trailer that you can kind of... Who like knows? Either, either way, either way, <laughs> I, I don't think that we're gonna get this like scene of them on Mobius, mm. which is Sonic's planet. They reference that Sonic is not from Earth, right? <laughs> His little meow. There's and again, a, the, the, the fact say or do anything that I enjoy. The, the fact that they <laughs> reference that he's not from Earth makes me think that like not the entire third act, but like possibly the last confrontation in the third act is back on Sonic's home planet for some reason. Um, I love the sound effects. They yes. did that right. Yeah, the, the rings and even like the way good. he dropped it. Like when he went to like his little cave bash. and like when oh. he like dropped down onto his backpack or whatever. Like that felt very reminiscent to his drop down like yeah. uh, move. Um, we saw the spin dash. Him what's with up the fuck? Have the coins always been able to like teleport people no. and shit? So here's the thing. Is that, yes, is that like a reference to something? It, when you get you use the giant ring to teleport to like the bonus stages, but you can't just kind of like fling them around and use them as portals. In this move. You can anything's possible to him. They're setting up whole new whole new worlds here. Everything you know. He's collecting rings for a long time and eventually gets enough to make this portal thing. I don't. I mean, well, that's what happens is Mm. when you when you're supersonic and then you get the fifty. That's when you get to open the the portal for for stuff. But um, I like the the opening um, logo at the beginning. I forget Paramount. Paramount is the the the, the the rings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Uh, That was was, uh, not cool, but it was cute. I was into it. Again, yeah. I, this movie is going to be so trash, but like, again, like Alvin and the Chipmunks trash, but like, 
I'm so in. I'm so fucking ready. I, I don't Inject know what makes you so veins. in. I don't like, know. I don't I'm know what in, it is either. But I'm only in because, like I said, I like Sonic way too much for being a <laughs> almost 30 year old man. Mm. Um, but maybe it's because I'm almost a 30 year old man that I like him so much. It's yeah. just like all those fateful days where I, I crossed his path. And again, I stand by the Genesis games. I stand by Sonic Mania, one of my favorite games of the year. Sonic Mania was a dope game. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I I am very concerned at the lack of <laughs> sonic features in this in this mm. trailer um the we see a sign that says green hill implying that gotcha. like, green hill is an area somewhere in san francisco or around san francisco like marin um but then we also get the hint at mushroom hill zone which is on mobius towards the end i mm. like his mustache being bigger i like him being bald robotic that, lo- that look I have no at the end with robotic yeah sonic Constantly losing his hair. <laughs> it was weird. Dude, I hope he's balding. I hope that's like a like a B story is that he's slowly balding and he's just forhims.com got- <laughs> slash kinda funny. Yeah, it's like it, for him's is sponsoring the movie, so at the end, like he's like you kind of see it like going back and then he like gets some for him's pills. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's it's interesting and again, Gangsters Paradise, that can't be understated. Uh, that was a choice that they made and they committed to. You know what? Um, you know what yeah. is my least favorite thing about the trailer, though? Mm. And it, this often is for, for movies, especially when it's movies of like childhood properties that I love being brought into the real world, whatever. Transformers comes right. to mind. Military stuff. Do we really yeah. need this like weird military activation in all of these movies? Mm. It just mm. feels like lazy writing. I do, I, I, it is lazy writing, but it, someone pointed out on Twitter, like, Robotnik is working for the U.S. government. Yeah, that checks out. But you know what? Sonic would never be a fucking narc and work for a cop. But then Sonic's not working with, with for him. Well, he's w- working with him. I mean, he technically does in Sonic Adventure 2. Like, there's the whole gun thing that, that's going on, you know? Yeah. Just make yeah. Sonic Adventure 2 the movie. Have Shadow? God, we're going to get a sequel, aren't we? Dude. I don't think we're going to get a sequel. This. No, we need a sequel, and it needs we to be need about a Shadow. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Like, <sighs> I just am a little baffled at this movie coming out now. Right. Um, Especially alongside Detective Pikachu. And yeah, so I, I mean, you know, hating aside all that, do we think this movie's going to do well? Or when how well it, do when we does think it this going to do? October, I think. If it comes out in like a weird enough dry spot, and if it is October, that's kind of like a, at least for like a kids movie, if it's not going up against a lot of other kids November movies. November 8th. I think November 8th, it might be a little trickier, but it's far th- enough away from Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but I'm just talking about like kids movies of this caliber. If this is like the only one that weekend, I think oh, it'll, you know what else is coming out around then? Mm. Give me one second. Bring it to me, Tim. What's coming? Frozen two, November 22nd. Ooh, so there is, there is, kind there, of a there, there is a, there is a, Law. Sonic Sonic can own that that early three, November the, the two or three week uh, grace period before oh, Frozen Two. Yeah, I do think that Detect- Detective Pikachu is going to absolutely kill. Um, I think that the only thing holding it back from like just demolishing is Infinity War is still going to be hot in theaters. Oh yeah, taking up a lot of screens. Um, but s- despite that, I do think that uh, Detective Pikachu is still going to do great. Sonic the Hedgehog, I, I think is, I think it will do okay. Battle, I, I think yeah, it will do okay the first weekend. It'll probably have a big drop off the second weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. It's going to drop fast. Oh, the first thing he says, it's got to go fast with no context. It's fucking great. Oh, is that right? 
I think he said just says like gotta go fast and it like he's not saying it to anybody he's just like getting ready to he run. goes 790 miles per hour you see that on the thing which yeah. is referenced in the games as his top speed and then he does mm. sonic boom at one point gotcha which is cool <laughs> <laughs> as cool as it can be <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be positive here guys you know what I mean oh man oh lord all right right into uh kind of funny games daily uh for tomorrow's episode and give us your impressions of the Sonic <laughs> movie yeah. trailer um let's see I'm going in to you're wrong right now mm. to see what's uh what we already got wrong mm. um Kebab says Sonic Arms are blue and Sonic Boom, because of course they are. Okay. That's uh-huh. a solid point. So we're now on par with undeniably the worst thing Sonic's ever put out. So good start. Uh, Nanobiologist says, technically we saw wacky Jim Carrey in 2014's Dumb and Dumber 2. That's right. Was that 2014? Yep. Wow. Was that good? No. I didn't see no, it. No, it wasn't. It was really bad. Hmm. <laughs> Um, man, there's a lot of people here talking. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of people with uh, hot takes on this. Anyone loving it? No, 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 no. <laughs> definitely, 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 no one loving it. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna move on to our second news story of the day. Seventeen minutes into the show, uh, Donna Burke has a little Metal Gear Solid tease. Kev, can you pull up this tweet, please? Yeah, give me one second. So if you're unfamiliar with Donna Burke, which I imagine most people uh, are, yes, um, as a gut reaction, she's the one that has sang most of the vocal Metal Gear Solid songs gotcha. in the last decade. Okay. Um, going back to Peace Walker, um, then even Metal Gear Solid 4, mm. she had a song, then in uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, 5, in Phantom Pain. Is that, what's, uh, what's the one where he's climbing up the ladder? Wait, real, is that sorry, her? Real, that is her. Okay. Real, real quick, Tim, where is the dock? It's, it's not, um, it's I fucked up. It's the template one. Okay, got it. Uh, it, the song from the Phantom Pain trailer is the that's her. Okay. Yeah, I can't hit the notes. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> but she I thought it was perfect. Dude, you got close. I yeah. did. I did get close. You're better than um, Andy, you know? But anyway, so she she's done all that stuff. She did Heaven's Divide in uh, Peace Walker and, um, whole bunch of songs, whatever. Like okay. she's, she is the Metal Gear Solid singer. Okay. Right. Um, can you play play this real quick, Kev? This, this yeah. video? Yeah. Okay, one second. Hold on. Make, make, make me louder, you skate. I'm, I'm turning up. Turn, turn, turn me up. No. I'm the best fit. No. It's, it's, gonna, it's, it's gonna ruin the song. So you can pause it now. Louder. As far as my ear can tell, we've never heard that song before. Okay. It's a new song. Okay. Somebody let me know when you're wrong, if I'm wrong about that. But mm. I am pretty familiar with Donna Burke's repertoire. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's a new song. And she tweets out, secret project hype. Kept you waiting. Huh. Hmm. Oh. Hashtag for fans. Hashtag coming soon. Gotcha. Now, here's the thing, Barrett. This is probably nothing. <laughs> this is probably absolutely nothing. Maybe it's a fan project. Maybe it's, you know, a collection small. of Metal Gear songs or something. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Desperate it's, for it's Metal Gear. Desperate for anything to talk about right now. Actually, um, there's a chance this could be the Metal Gear Solid 1 remake. Oh. Um, it is, has Bluepoint been working on that? Maybe we'll see it at E3. Maybe this could be a Metal Gear Solid Legacy collection. Gotcha. Um, coming to next-gen consoles for the first time. Maybe. Or, or the Switch. 
Or maybe this could be Metal Gear Solid 6. That one seems a little less likely. Yeah. Least likely out of all Least those likely. not likely things. Um, let me see if anyone can correct me already. No? No <laughs> one's saying anything about it. So They're all cowards. But yeah, I, I don't know uh, what this means. I doubt that she would... It, it could go one of two ways with her tweeting this. On one hand, it's like there's no way she would leak this no. if it was a real big project. Right. On the other hand, this is the type of random little side thing that no one really has eyes on that way. Right. That this could completely be a legit project because, you know... They were like, oh, it's a song, no one cares. But it's like they know that fans are going to pick up on this shit. And yeah. be like, oh, what's going on? Interesting. Uh, nanobiologist, and you're wrong saying, Tim, this may actually be a Metal Gear Survive 2 tease, the game of the century part two. Damn it. You're right. You're right, nanobiologist. That would be so upsetting. It's the only Metal Gear game I've played. <laughs> Survive? Yeah. You suck. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid, I feel it could be a Barrett-ass series, man. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where I need to find a way to, because I want, if I if I get into this series. You got to do it right. I got to do it right. Yeah. And I had to play a Metal Gear Survive because it, uh, it came out when I was working for IGN. So it was like, Destin Legary came over and he was like, hey, no one else wants to play this game. I'm making you play it for gameplay clips. And I looked at him. I was like, I hate, I hate this. Mm-hmm. He's like, too bad. So I had to play Metal Gear Survive for like a good 10 hours. And 10 I hated hours. it. Yeah, yeah, I hated it. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, that's the only Metal Gear game I've played. But yeah, if I do, if like I get into the series, I want to do it right. And I got to find like the right way, like the best ways to play the games and stuff. So that's the problem. I feel like a lot of people argue over the best way to play one because obviously the PlayStation version is the original. But right. Twin Snakes, the remake on GameCube mm. modernizes it a lot. And like I feel it in some ways breaks the game. Yeah. But the game's so quick that it doesn't really matter. It's kind of like, just get through one so you understand what's going on so you can get to the other one. So I recommend Twin Snakes. I just think that's a lot harder to get your hands on a copy of a GameCube game that only released on GameCube. And then there's the Metal Gear Solid Trilogy Collection that came out on PS3 or something. The Legacy Collection. Legacy Collection. So so what does that collection consist of? That comes with a download code for Mm. Metal Gear Solid 1 on PlayStation. Okay. And then the HD remakes of 2 and 3. 3. And then uh, it comes with 4 if you get the Legacy Collection. Gotcha. It gets complicated with 4. 4 has only been released on PS3 at this point. Um, I might look into... Because I am thinking about getting PS now for a little bit. And I think I saw the legacy collection on there. I could be wrong about that though. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Next news story. Uh, Randy Pitchford wants borderlands on switch. Like every developer wants all of their games on switch. Can you uh, bring this up? Kev? Yep. Thank you. Uh, at the KMJC tweets at Randy Pitchford and says, is there any chance to see the borderlands series on the Nintendo switch? And Randy Pitchford says, I'd love to see that happen. Period. Period. Um, and then there's more. Someone replies to that and says, Randy, I have a team that can make that happen. Who should I email? And Randy says, you're welcome to campaign with 2K Games and Nintendo. They all know we're supportive, but have to focus our attention elsewhere. Uh, so this is definitely nothing. Yeah. But, you know, it's at least it's Borderlands not saying that it's not going to happen yeah. on Switch. You know, Greg Miller campaigned hard enough to get Borderlands 2 on Vita, and it worked. And it <laughs> happened. I'll never forget that. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are joking. I saw on the, the thread saying, like, like, wow, if we had to live through Borderlands 2 on Vita, we deserve this on Switch. <laughs> so, because, yeah, the port wasn't, wasn't great. Mm, um, mm, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like Borderlands on Switch kind of could work really well, especially if it's just, like, the handsome collection or whatever where it's like yeah. not necessarily borderlands 3 yeah um 
But just get the give the kids a taste and then make them go to the the PS4 and get three when it comes out. Yeah, but we're running out of time here because three's coming in September. So it's like, I yeah, don't no, yeah, 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 you're right. Get this out that quick, but uh, I don't know. Maybe a toned down three on Switch. There's there's options, um, but we'll see. Would you want Borderlands on Switch? Let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Next news story. Final news story of the day, actually. Um, a question 23 years in the making. At 4ZY1TWITR says, important question at Charles Martinet, who is the voice, voice of, of Mario. Mario. Yep. Does Mario say so long Bowser or so long King Bowser in Super Mario 64 when he throws Bowser? Because uh, for those of you that don't know, in Mario 64, there's a boss fight with yeah. with Bowser. So the first boss fight um, with Bowser. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's all the boss fights. Oh, does Bowser. he say it every time? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, like, you, you fight him three times, I yes. think? Yes. And uh, you swing him around and then you throw him. Mm. For a long time, it it sounded like you added a word in between that's, that, so that's, long and Bowser. That, that is wasn't a, appropriate. It's a slur. It's, a, yeah, it's, yeah, that's yeah. not an appropriate thing. I always thought it was so long, lay Bowser. Yeah. Why would it be lay back? I don't know. Because it's because I was a really, fucking kid. Really weird. I mean, it's better than what I thought it was. Um, but Charles Martinet replies, putting it all to rest. So long, King of Bowser. Interesting. Yeah. And he specifically added the Kinga. Yeah. Like uh, because he's Italian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because he's Italian. Yep. So yeah. Um, there you go. There you go. The Yay. news. You can rest at night uh, tonight. I know this might have been keeping you up for a while. For um, so long. Let's see. Uh, a couple of your wrongs here. Fendi says Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection also contains Peace Walker in addition to Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, and 4. Um, Cinephile Guy says Metal Gear Solid HD Collection and MGS4 are on PS Now, not, not MGS1. So what is the Metal Gear Solid HD Collection? So the HD Collection came out before the Legacy Collection, and gotcha. that's just two and three remastered. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. But it's good news that MGS4 is on PS Now. Yeah. That gives you a way to play it. Because um, right now I'm in, the, I'm in the middle of my Batman Arkham yearly playthrough because I always like to go through those games once a year. All of them? Yeah. Ooh. And so now, but not always Origins because I'm always like up and down on Origins. The, the, the way they designed that open world, not great. The uh, gameplay feels uh, a little old after Arkham City. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story... I would argue is one of the, I would argue the best story out of all the Arkham games. So I'm thinking of this uh, time around being dedicated and do, doing Origins as well and uh, getting PS Now and trying that out because I haven't tried PlayStation Now since like it must have been three or four years ago and I've heard they've made all these cool improvements on it. So I want to check it out. Get yeah. a good excuse to check it out. Yesterday saying yeah. that PS Now is doing real well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but you beating Arkham Origins again and. Seems so far away. If I want to know what games are coming to mom and grop shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, Fade to Silence on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Final Fantasy twelve, The Zodiac Age on Xbox One and Switch. Also, I had to play that for IGN. Was not a fan. I'm sorry. You're not a fan of twelve? No. Was it? Yeah, I don't know what it was. I think it was like the way the combat worked in that game that I like was not expecting how that would work, mm-hmm. and yeah, it did not grab me in the way I wanted it to. I'm not a 12 guy either, but mm. I see, I get it. Yeah. I get why people love it so. It's much. like Zach Ryan's favorite game of all time. That's crazy. I mean, I get that though. Like yeah. the quality is there. It's just something from. I'm way way more of a seven ten guy. Yeah, same. Uh, in terms of combat. Uh, Giga Wrecker Alt on PlayStation 4, Starlink Battle for Atlas on PC, Fell Seal Arbiter's Mark. On PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Tales of the Neon Sea. Hell yeah. That sounds pretty cool. That sounds like an Andy-ass game. Yeah, can you pull it up, Kev? 
Tales of the Neon Sea. All right, I'll look for it. Pixar on Switch. Okay. Ancient Lands, The Sar Awakening on PC. All right. Tales from Galaxy 34 on PC and Do Mac. I need, do I need to play the 34. first 33 games to get it? All right, All right let's this see this. Tales, Tales of the Neon Sea. Eh, no, no. Oh, no. whoa. Okay. I'm into this. I, uh, this looks way cooler than I expected. Yeah, yeah. A lot of walking, though. But there's a lot of... Oh, shit. Walk faster. Oh, no. Run. Oh, no. I hate the editing of this trailer. Show off more gameplay. Okay, okay. Doing some science. I'm trying Doing. to see if there's any gameplay. Oh, 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 no. He jumped in the water. Where's that what going What happens soon? next? You'll have to see. Tales of the Neon Sea out today on PC. PC, damn it. Paytoon's Party on PC. Viking right, Sisters. Though. That looks like a Andy Cortez uh, Viking Sisters on PC and Mac, and Open Wheel Manager on PC. And then finally, this comes from Mike Fahey at Kotaku. There's a free update to Power Rangers Battle for the Grids. Uh, the biggest problem it had during last month's launch for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch was its laughably small roster of fighters. With more than 25 Laughable. years of Power Rangers history to explore, the three-on-three tag team fighting game launched with only nine fighters. Pathetic. <laughs> That's just sad. Now it's three fighters less sad with the addition of Dragon Armor Trini, Udana, and the Cenozoic Blue Ranger. Then there's Story Mode which the, the developers originally said would be in the game at launch, but ended up not making it, and it's here now. Hmm. Um, so that update is coming sometime I today. I want to know if uh, the villain that Brian Cranston one pl- once played in Power Rangers, because wasn't he also, he was in the movie, right? Yes, he was uh, on in the movie. But wasn't he, he was just also... A random- one episode bad guy. Yeah, he's not I want game. that character in this he's game. He's not not in this game. And have it voiced by Brian Cranston. <laughs> not happening. Uh, although the voice actors, a lot of them from Power Rangers return to do their voices for this. That's cool. So that's cool uh, for the story mode. Deals of the day on Amazon. Mortal Kombat 11 is just $50. Devil May Cry 5 is 45 And Sekiro is 45 so check cool that games. out if you want. Now it's time for reader mail. Uh, you can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by Sherry's berries. Mother's day is coming up and there's absolutely nothing. Most of us wouldn't do to make sure the special moms in our life are happy. Talk about how happy my mom is when she gets those Sherry's berries. Let me mm. tell you, Barrett, very happy. She's she very happy. Berries, loves chocolate. Awesome. Put those two things together. She's going to have a good time. Yep. It's the best Mother's Day you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherry's Berries has special Mother's Day berries designed just for mom that are topped with chocolate chips, pink, shimmer sugar, and swizzles. Kev? They're so good. If I'm the lying, swizzles. I'm dying. I've seen you sneaking a couple of those things <laughs> in your tum tum every day this week back there in the kitchen. I might just order this for myself. What, what are so your good. What's your review of the Sherry's Berries? They're so good. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, I mean, what else? <laughs> <laughs> you get to choose your delivery date to ensure mom gets your gift of Sherry's Berries exactly when you want her to, and your satisfaction is always guaranteed. Uh, don't wait until the last minute on this one. Visit berries.com today to order freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99 for the moms in your life. To make your mom really happy, you can double the berries for just $10 more. Double wow. the berries, double the fun. Uh, Mother's Day is Sunday, May 12th, so visit berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone in the upper right corner and enter code KF Games. That's berries.com. Click the microphone code KF Games. Wow. Keeping the Mother's Day goodness going. And you this can episode, even double up on Mother's Day's goodness. Do both. Yeah. Do both. Make your mom extra happy with... 
Pro Flowers. Don't forget to thank the real pros this Mother's Day. Where would you be without your mom? Not here. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, share. So my mom loves flowers. Gia loves flowers. Right. Got some Pro Flowers. Brought them home to her last night. She took it. And here's the thing. You get options with these flowers because they, they, they give you them in the vase. But you don't need to use that if you don't want. You can take mm. it out, separate them. She put them all throughout the house. Oh. My, my house right now, Flower Wonderland. Um, Pro Flowers lets you choose from a variety of bouquets and unique vases that suit every mom's style. Uh, then you simply select the deliver- delivery date that you want. Pro Flowers carefully packages your flowers and delivers them fresh from the farm. And express delivery means the flowers stay fresh. Uh, right now, you can get one dozen assorted roses for $19.99. You can double the roses, double the fun, and get a premium vase for just $9.99 more. Visit proflowers.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter code KFGAMES. That's P-R-O-F-L-O-W-E-R-S.com. Click the microphone, enter code KFGAMES. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't wait. Order like a pro and get this amazing rose deal to thank all the moms in your life. Through your mail time. I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> Let's see. Where do I want to start here? I don't know. With this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday morning. I know. It's so nice out. Let's take a nap after this. Let's you know what I'm see. Love that. My back hurts. Let's go get massages. Let's get massages. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> They've got um, them at Stone Sound. Go Stone Sound, get some lunch, get some midday massage. I'm oh, down. I see what I was doing wrong. Well, give me one sec. Right into your wrong and tell Tim what he's doing. Nano the biologist. Here he is. The nanobiologist. Mm, mm. What's up, Barrett? Have you always been an avid gamer like Tim and Greg? Has being in an office of mostly gamers spurned you to play more games that you've never really thought of playing before? We've heard you talk about games lately on KF Gamescast and KFGD, but I'm curious about the pre-KF, the BKF, like BC, but KF. Get it? Gotcha. Years. Uh, thanks for all the hard work. And P.S. Thank you for continuously recommending Persona 5. I finally started playing yes. it, and I think I'm in love. I'm already past the second palace and starting playing, started playing Saturday. Wow, that's impressive. Um, so, yeah, my game history is kind of like up and down throughout the years. My aunt uh, Janine was a, a huge gamer um, when I was very little. So she had a Super Nintendo. I was raised up on like uh, the Mario All-Star collection and all that good stuff. And then... Grew up with like the PlayStation 2, so you had uh, Tony Hawk's Underground, Tony Hawk's Underground 2, all the greats. Um, and then it was like middle school, I started to drop off of video games. I was just playing like Rock Band every once in a while. But then it was Batman Arkham Asylum that came mm. out, brought me back into video games, made me pay attention to like, oh, like this is how, like, this is how cool like a game can be designed and stuff. And so I've been a, a pretty avid gamer since. I think that was 2009 that game came out. Um, so I've been paying more and more attention to that. Um, and so working here now, I would say my uh, my gaming has gone down a significant amount uh, just because there's a lot of work to be done here. And, uh, well, and also at IGN, no. your job was to play games to capture yeah, them. So you, my, you were one of the very few people mm-hmm. uh, at IGN whose job actually was, was to play to games play all video day. games. Uh, and th- it was awful. I, mean, I, I, I love IGN. I I love the opportunity that I was given there and I love my team Destin but like that job of just mindlessly playing games most of them are games that you do not give a shit about like playing the first 30 minutes of uh, Shadow of Mordor or the sequel Shadow of War or whatever Mm -hmm. 
15 times in one day, your brain starts to melt at oh, the end no. of the day. And so, yeah, it's just like, because I would do like a lot of like graphics comparisons and stuff. And so the production of those types of videos, there's a lot you have to do in the gameplay side. Uh, so, yeah, I was constantly playing games before, kind of funny. And now that has gone down significantly, uh, which I think is uh, better for my mental state. Um but yeah, I still try to keep up, and right now there's not a lot of games coming out for me. Like Katana Zero came out, got super into that. MLB The Show, I'm still keeping up with. Uh, but yeah, right now I'm just in the mood to like replay games that I love. So yeah, I'm on my Batman Arkham uh, binge right now, and then probably after that I'll do some Persona 5, since we know it's never coming to Switch. <laughs> and it breaks my heart. Uh, Two-Headed Giant writes in, uh, Breath of the Wild secretly got better last week. What games would you subtly improve if you could? Hey guys, last week Breath of the Wild and other games like Mar- like uh, Mortal Kombat 11 and Super Mario Odyssey got updates to allow a new overclocked CPU setting that came with the newest Switch firmware update. The loading screens in Breath of the Wild are very noticeably shorter, even halved in some cases. The game doesn't run at 60 or anything and still gets framing in places, but I think it's really neat that Nintendo can still support a game two plus years after launch and alleviate something that was a massive pain in the past. My question is this. What quality, what quality of life issue would you change about your favorite games given the chance? Hmm. What about you? What, what, what are you thinking? What are some um, of your favorite it's definitely, games? Definitely something with Smash. Mm. Um, I feel like the menu layout for as improved as Ultimate is over the, the previous games, it's still not completely clear. And there's just there's just too many modes. Right. Too many modes of no consequence. And I feel like you can, you know when you when you have your phone, right? Yeah. And everyone has the bullshit folder. Yeah. Where it's like you take all those apps that you, you, you don't. You can't delete. Well, well, nowadays you can delete whatever you want. Okay. But back in the day you couldn't. couldn't. So you'd put them all in the folder and you just right, hide right. them, right? But then it got to a point where it's like now the bullshit folder is more like my Geico insurance app. That I need the <laughs> app every once in a while. Yeah. But I'm not using it all the time. Right. So I'm putting it hiding it away, right? I feel like the, the Smash uh, menu system could have a like bullshit folder. Mm. They can mm. call it something nicer. You know what I mean? They can call it just like other modes. Yeah. That, like no one ever goes in and, and mm. just call and it a kind day. of clean up the rest just of clean the, up, yeah. clean up the menus. Cause like their their design is so like it seems like it was made for a kindergartner. Yeah. A lot of pretty colors, a lot of shapes. And I'm like, you know what? Just, just give me a menu. <laughs> you That's know? fair. That's fair. Um, I'm trying to think uh, two of my favorite games are Batman Arkham City which I'm playing right now and Persona 5 and I'm trying to think of quality of life things to help those games and, and like I'm trying to think of like weird back end stuff I'm not trying to think like you know cut down like half the Riddler fucking trophies in Arkham City yeah. it's way too much um, yeah I can't think of anything um, maybe the the low times for or at least going back to Arkham City it's it's a little hard like after Arkham Knight where it was like no load times you go like in into uh, into buildings and you're like in there um, unless you die or whatever um, so it is like a little harder to go back to an older game and it's like oh you, you go into a building that's not that big and you have to let it load for a little bit a little bit more and then it finally pops in and then you're in there for like 30 seconds do your thing and then you leave and then you have to load again um so like I guess like just updating things that weren't possible in the past and like just making them a little more modern to fix some of the the like um, pacing of getting from place to place. But besides that, I can't really think of anything. I'm one of them dumb kids. I just like playing games and I don't think about stuff. 
Beardus Maximus writes in and says, Hello, KFGD fam. Uh, NetherRealm Studios is allegedly dropping a patch early this week for Mortal Kombat 11 to nerf the modifiers and overall difficulty in the Towers of Time mode, as well as offering a stimulus package of currency for everyone to make up for the rough start. Have you guys sampled the Towers yourself? Do you feel this is a good move by NetherRealm or any other games due for similar treatment due to difficulty spikes? Sekiro, perhaps. Uh, thanks for being awesome and happy Monday from your friendly neighborhood beard attached to a body. This is a weird one because on one hand, I'm like, good on you, NetherRealm. There's an issue. You're solving it. Right. You're, you're doing your best to like make up for the, the issues, the we, yeah, right? The, the issues at launch. The yeah. stimulus package of currency. Cool. That's great. Adjusting the difficulty. That's what patches are for. Mm-hmm. But it still does leave a bad taste in my mouth. This late in the game of microtransactions being an issue. Right. It's 2019. So you coming out with a game that has as many flaws as it seems like this did, mm-hmm. um, especially when you, your neighboring uh, studios had issues with Sh- Shadow of War, or Shadow of Mordor, or right. whatever. It's like there has to be some level of responsibility where what about all the people that really spent a lot of money on these things in the last week. Yeah. Right. Because they cared that much to get it done then. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's a little, it's predatory. Now I always fall back to my own thing of like, make your own decisions. Don't buy things that you don't think are worth it and know that at any moment, any digital thing can change. But temptation. Yeah. It's very evil, Tim. It is. It is. At least the dark side, all that stuff. But <laughs> uh, with this, I I feel like, again, NetherRealm doing the right thing. Always want to see developers like listening to feedback. Mm-hmm. However, I don't want to say this is too little too late, but I feel like in my head, there's like a strike system going on. Mm-hmm. And if this isn't the third strike, I feel like there's the third strike's already happened. Mm-hmm. And we're at a point where now it's just kind of like, a, all right, I guess I'm going to pretend I didn't see that and yeah. let this one slide for a bit because it's just getting ridiculous. Yeah, the, the microtransactions, at least from what you talked about on Gamescast, like I haven't put any time into Mortal Kombat 11, so I haven't seen, but like what you were talking about of like how things like will pop up um, <clears throat> in the tower it's section. It's not so much pop up. Oh, wait. When you when you do the towers, there's yeah. just a lot of ridiculous modifiers that like mm. make the game stupid hard. Was it a different game then? Where you t- there's well, I wasn't saying pop up. I'm mm. saying that the menu. It's hard to get away from seeing all the different things. It's not yeah. popping up. It's just the menus have it all. Gotcha. And it's gotcha. like there's a, there's a lot of modes that all kind of are incentivizing you to collect a bazillion different things. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, like. Microtransactions are a weird thing, uh, especially you know after the disaster that was Star Wars Battlefront Two and all this stuff. After that, we thought we were going to get companies starting to ease off a little bit. And one company that I thought took an interesting route um, was specifically with uh, Assassin's Creed was Ubisoft, where the microtransactions in there where you have to like where you go and buy like materials that will help you uh i forget like crafting and what whatnot in a i think it was origin specifically like you have to f- go and find that menu mm-hmm. like it, the options are still there and i think microtransactions are uh ways for companies to still try to profit off of games especially single player games when there is no like uh when they don't have a um games as a service like type of formula in their game um so it's hard for them to wean off that uh, to make money after launch. So I respect that they got to do what they got to do. But at least like Ubisoft went in and t- try to like if you need it, it's here. But it's not going to like blow up and like your menu screen or anything to like try to get you to come and t- 
get like buy these things. So I think there, there's ways to handle it, and definitely the way that this game launched was not the best. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Um, and it's so unfortunate because, like I was saying on Gamescast, yeah. and I've been playing a lot more of it. Mortal Kombat 11 is fantastic. Yeah, there's so many modes that don't require any microtransactions mm-hmm. that are just fun and great and super balanced and. In my opinion, perfect. And there was the thing true of like you could buy a character um, that you only needed to like play a little bit of the story to to get as well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not a fan of that. In my opinion, it's like do your research yeah. before buying stuff. Like there mm. are certain things that it's on the consumer at some point. Yeah. Because I, that stuff it was advertised. You know, it's just true. like. I don't know. With, with that one, it's also it's also weird. If like, yeah, do your research, but it's also like the the companies are depending for you to not do your research. What I also kind of think is a shitty thing to do. Yep, totally. Um, so yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, Alec Bobco writes in and says, "Not necessarily a question. I just wanted to write in about how smooth of an experience I had with games." This was actually read yesterday. On oh yesterday's yeah, yesterday's game okay, daily. Cool. Well. I got you there. I'm happy that you had a great experience there. Yes, Alex Bobco. Uh, that was the last uh, write-in from yesterday as well. Wyatt says, hypothetical, if Days Gone was released as an Xbox exclusive, would the fan reaction be the same? I've seen some mention that Days Gone is a good game, but is viewed as inferior due to God of War, Last of Us, Bloodborne being so good. Do you think that would be that would be the reaction if it was being compared to Crackdown 3 or Halo 5, or would it just be seen as Microsoft botching an exclusive title? I th- this is an interesting one because I haven't played Days Gone, but I've seen like the reactions from people who have had to review it and people who are defending the game without playing it and all this weird stuff. I don't think it would have been as blown up if it was an Xbox exclusive. I don't think it would have been like a, Oh, they, they fucked it up. I think it would have been a crackdown three situation. I think it would have been like, some people are like, yeah, this isn't great. But like people who love Xbox games would have been like, no, this is super fun. Like try it out. And then the talk would have died five days later, uh, much like crackdown three. But I think because of the, what Days Gone is being compared to being a PlayStation exclusive, like, yeah, it's being, I think, super weirdly blown up about, about people, like, reviewers being met, and then, like, the reaction from the audience being like, no, fuck you, like, you're weirdly against this game, blah, yada, yada, so, yeah, yeah I think I, it I think it absolutely would be different, but not, I don't think people would say it would, it's better, I think it would just be like a, some hardcore Xbox fans would be like, oh, it's good, and then people would stop talking about it after a couple of days. Yeah, it's definitely a, a fanboy wars in a way that I haven't seen in a long time when it comes to the discussion about this game. Yeah. Um, at least in, in certain circles. not Obviously not everybody, but I think that the reviews would still be the same, mm. um, and I feel like the way that the games are being talked about would be the same, with the exception of um, the, the one line in the review that is saying, you know, compared to all these other games, this is not that great. Mm. I feel like the Xbox side would be like, like the game's not that great, but compared to the rest of the first party lineup, this is the best they've had in a while. Mm. You know, and it's just that's that would be the only yeah. Only and real and because of that, it, the the fan reaction I think would be, or the audience reaction would be different as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think those would that would only be the main two differences there. Tim, does that look better on the forum? Oh yeah, uh, are you talking about the your questions? No, no, no. The, the way I wrap the text. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it does. Great. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to squad up. Mm. Elijah Miller, his gamer tag is EVM nine thousand. Says, "Hey, so, yeah. I'm playing Division Two, World War Z, Fortnite, Apex Legends, and the upcoming Borderlands. Anyone want to squad up with me? Hit me up." 
His gamer tag EVM nine thousand. Help out Elijah. Make and this is this is Xbox, right? Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hence gotcha. the gamer, gamer tag. tag. Yeah, it took me a second there. <laughs> and we have a bonus squad Ooh. up today. A very, very, very important one. Uh, Joey Noel needs help. Our very own. She needs pocket camp friends, specifically people that have lychee and grape as their native fruit. <laughs> fucking nerds. Oh, man. She's desperate to play fucking uh, Animal Crossing. I love right it. Now. I love it. So, again, Joey Noel fucking needs nerd. pocket camp friends, specifically people that have lychee and grape as their native fruit. Guys, this is really, really important. I'm just banking on the fact that pocket camp is going to have some integration with Animal Crossing on Switch like Probably they did not. for Pokemon Go. Nah. Maybe. Maybe. You don't know this. Nah. You, you don't, don't know. know this. <laughs> you don't know anything. I don't. Friend code. Um, nah. The so friend code really of Joey Noel is 374-671-2801. Four seven, again, three seven four six seven one two eight zero four seven. I guys, I'm, I never ask for anything. I'm just betting, send me your fruit. I'm betting that fruit. it's not going to have integration because the reason I feel like they did integration with Pokemon Go is because of how huge Pokemon Go was. Animal Crossing was huge for like a week, and then everybody was Dude, like, nah, "Careful, no. careful, Joey's." There right will there. be integration. Isn't that what kind of how Pokemon Go too? Oh, dude! There. Pokemon Go was fucking huge for like half a year, and then people dropped off, and then become he became huge again, and then everybody dropped off, and then Andrew Goldfarb would never shut up about it. So that's how Pokemon. Yeah, Go I'm went. just gonna be the Andrew Goldfarb of Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, and I think it's very brand. I think it's very likely there's an integration. Yeah, we'll make some sort of bet on it next time. Pizza bet? Okay. All right. Now it's time for you wrong. Uh, let's see what we got wrong. Uh, throughout the show, nanobiologist says Brian Cranston was twin man slash snizzard in my thank Wolf you, thank Rangers. you. I'm hoping for your wrongs of people telling me how to fix my toilet, dude. So I I didn't finish that. Go to uh, give Tim. Are you driving? You didn't drive today. No, I don't have a car. I never drive. Well, you drive sometimes. Alyssa's car. Nanobiologist says missing some new dates. May games coming to Game Pass have been announced on the Xbox Poland Twitter account. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus on May 2nd. Wargroove, May 2nd. Surviving Mars, May 9th. Tacoma, May 9th. Black Desert, May 9th. For the King, May 10th. The Surge, May 16th. And Lego Batman 3, May 16th. Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, one of the best shooters in the last like five years. Play it. Uh, Baird, I was saying get Tim Snake. And use that. Mm, like, mm. I think you're at the phase where you're, you need We're going to gonna need a snake. snake. Yeah. And, and that's that it, help. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> An action-packed, news-packed show for your ears and eyes and everything in between. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> Don't lie to the people. My eyes! <laughs> Barrett, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you um, for having me on this very eventful day. <laughs> yes. Tomorrow, it's going to be me and Gary Witta after all of the Borderlands stuff. So... Stay tuned for all of that. Watch Greg and Andrea and Fran, Borderlands.com or Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Until then, it's been our pleasure to serve you.